0: Welcome to Awakening
1: Souls with your spiritual hosts, Jennifer and Candace, a spiritual podcast for the mystics, magical thinkers, sensitives, and spiritual seekers. We are here to explore
0: all things spiritual, from navigating your awakening, developing your psychic gifts, and
1: so much more. Together with our combined experiences, we hope to help guide you on your path to reconnecting with your soul and the beautiful life that comes after.
0: So come join us on the magical journey of exploring your
1: Awakening souls. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, Candace. <laughs> Thought we'd start a little bit different today with the "Hey guys, welcome back."
0: Yeah, or "Hello, hello, hello." Or, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I always sound the same every episode. I'm like, wait did I did I listen to that one already? <laughs> I know.
1: Oh, so. How are you doing? I'm feeling floaty.
0: Me too. Right now.
1: No, we did not take drugs. No, No. I do not do drugs. But we did just have a Reiki session yesterday. We did. And sometimes after a Reiki session, Reiki hits me hard. Mm -hmm. After a Reiki session, I will feel light and floaty, at least for the day that I've had Reiki. Mm -hmm. And usually the next day, I'm fine. But right now, I'm feeling like I just had Reiki.
0: Uh, Me too. And I was actually kind of only floaty for a couple of hours yesterday. And then my life kind of went back to normal (laughs) the way I was feeling. And then this morning, shortly after you came over, I started feeling really like floaty. floaty. (laughs) Like I just literally walked out of the Reiki room. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... Before you walked into the podcast room, though, I did call in all of our angels <gasps> and our guides to help us through the episode. Okay. And I, I usually do that before every episode, but I think that right now what we're feeling is the rays and the vibration. Yeah. It's got to be because it's really here. intense
0: in here. It wasn't like this upstairs. Yeah. But right now it's like really intense. It feels good, though. It does. It feels like you're on, you know. On a cloud. On a cloud. On
1: a cloud. Everything. Life is good. Life is great. And no, we did not do drugs, just to Mm -mm, reiterate. mm -mm. How is it that we're both? Okay, we just discussed this. (laughs) It's still so weird, though, you know? I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that we just had a Reiki session. And then I call in on our guides. And Mm -hmm. every time you call in your guides, you're calling your team, you're raising the vibration of the space that you're in because you're filling the room up with all of those high vibrational beings. Mm -hmm. So we are still probably feeling floaty from... Our wonderful Reiki session mm. we had with our friend Ashley yesterday, and then calling in all of that, all of our team, just raised the vibration even further. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well,
0: should we like dive right in and tell everyone what Reiki is, what it's about? Yeah. Before we tell them about our appointments, because definitely they were pretty magical.
1: I did think we had some magical appointments. Okay, so you've heard us talk about Reiki before in the past. This is kind of how, um, my psychic gifts started to reopen for me so when i was like a child i definitely had a lot of intuitive and psychic gifts through my teen years up until my 20s and then at some point i had shut that shit down (laughs) i was like no more i was afraid and when i was ready to start reopening that those gifts that i had i kept asking for an avenue on top of I was doing a lot of coaching then and I felt like I was never getting down to the root of the issues that people were coming to me with. I always felt like I needed to go deeper into Mm -hmm. the healing with them and I didn't know how to get there. So I was kind of asking the universe to guide me to a modality that would help me do that. One, open up my psychic gifts. Two, um, help people find really deep healing on a soul level. Mm -hmm. And as the universe likes to work, through mysterious synchronicities, um, the word Reiki kept popping up over and over and over again for me. So I started seeing books about Reiki, started hearing about Reiki on other podcasts. You came to me and you're like, I'm really interested in this Reiki thing. Cool. What the hell is that? (laughs) And together, you and I both decided that really without even a second thought, we were like, we're both interested in Reiki. Let's go find someone that we can go get certified to mm-hmm. do Reiki. Yeah. This is
0: before we even had Reiki. <laughs>
1: before, before we've ever even experienced the yeah. magic of Reiki. Yeah. Or even knew what it was Or even about. knew what the hell it was. <laughs> I want to do it. We were like, this is it. That's yeah. the thing. That's yeah. the thing I've been looking for. Yep. Um, and that led us to find our Friends and our teachers and mentors, Rose and Ashley, from the Sanctuary Reiki Healing Center mm-hmm. in Utica. Uh, then they were in Ottawa. And that's kind of where our, our journey began. Yeah. Kind of took off from there. Yeah. So yeah, let's tell you a little bit about what Reiki is. Mm-hmm. So Reiki is an energy healing modality that a man named Yusui, um, Dr. Yusui, Yusui from japan had kind of founded he was on a search to find uh, a healing modality to help other people i feel very similar to what i just described of like i want to heal on a soul level there's got to be something deeper there that i need i can do to help people um so he went on this 21 day meditation um, fasting thing by himself in solitude where he did a lot of meditation and on the 21st day he Started to receive these ancient, what I believe were Sanskrit, um, symbols that helped him create the healing modality that he called Reiki. It was pretty magical. So, he, cool. he, on his way down from his like little retreat house where he spent all of this time, these 21 days, had cut his toe on a rock on his way down. And he went to go grab his toe, and he kind of cupped his hands over his toe, and it would it was bleeding. And the moment he took his hands away, he noticed that the bleeding stopped, that he had healed his toe. Oh, At least crazy. that's how the story goes. Yeah. So he discovered, oh my God, I found this like incredible healing modality. Um, and he went on to teach a few practitioners the magic of Reiki. And they went on to teach other practitioners. And so now there's this like lineage of people who have learned this traditional Yusui Reiki and we are some of them. And Mm -hmm. so we're Rose and Ashley. So they taught us and we will, I will one day go on to teach other people. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So Reiki is a form of energy healing. It's I always struggle to explain this part. I even struggle sometimes to explain it to my clients because it sounds magical. It's like, "Oh, you're you're doing some sort of spell or some sort of magic to heal."
0: N- no, not mm-hmm. really. Right.
1: Um what I'm doing as a practitioner is I'm I say channeling. I'm channeling this divine creative life force energy. It's creative life force energy that is available to all of us throughout the universe. And I, am, I have been attuned to be able to channel that energy at a concentrated level to give healing to others. It is not coming from me. It is coming from outside of me. I am just kind of the conduit that uses my hands and my intuition to channel that energy to help you receive healing in the places that you need healing the most.
0: That was well said. I okay. mean, if, if you break down the word Reiki – Rei means universal, and ki is vital life force that flows through all living things. Yeah. You described that perfectly. Yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. Reiki just feels really good when you have it done. It does. And it's got so many benefits health-wise, physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. And the really cool thing about Reiki is it defies time. Mm-hmm. Time does not exist in Reiki. So, we could go into the past and we can heal things from your childhood or
0: from your ancestry.
1: Or from your ancestry. Mm-hmm. And you can cut ties to things and let go of baggage. Reiki is a safe way to let go of all of that energetic or emotional baggage that you've been carrying with you. Mm-hmm. So, that way you can feel a little bit lighter. And I hear that a lot from my clients after they sit up from the table, they go, I just feel like a weight has been lifted. Oh yeah. And I'm like, Yeah, it's uh-huh. because we did. We yep. lifted a lot of weights in there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a shedding. It's a good way to shed what you're no longer what is no longer serving you. But it has a lot of physical benefits as well.
0: It does. It like it promotes healing of bone or tissue after injury or surgery. Mm-hmm. And what else does it do? It stimulates the immune system.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to think about that this energy that you cannot see with your physical eye, that you can feel it, is healing a part of your body. It is helping with your immune system. It's reducing inflammation. It's um, clearing toxins from your body. It's making sure things are functioning the way that they should be. Mm-hmm. Moving, stagnant thing about energy is, we've talked about this before, energy can become stuck or stagnant in your body. It can be stuck in your chakra centers. It can be stuck in your tissues, in your muscles. And you can feel the tension of that sometimes. And sometimes you have no idea Mm -hmm. it's there. And it can be floating in your aura and affecting your life. Right. So The goal in Reiki is to go through and to release those blockages or those stuck or stagnant energies that are keeping you from feeling harmony and feeling balance. Yeah.
0: And what what feels so good too is that you feel that release Mm -hmm. during Reiki and like the tension even goes away. Mm -hmm. It's pretty
1: amazing. It's wild yesterday when I had my Reiki session done. Um, And typically in Reiki, I don't feel a whole lot. I feel a whole lot when I'm giving Reiki and I know people who feel a lot getting Reiki. I don't. I'm one of those people who just doesn't feel it, but my big body becomes so relaxed. It's mm-hmm. almost as if like I'm paralyzed in my body, but it is such a pleasant feeling. Yes. But my mind won't shut the hell up.
0: That's usually, (laughs) that's usually me. (laughs) It's usually me. Yesterday though, I was able to shut it down a little bit and I actually caught myself falling asleep and I never do that. Yes. So that was
1: nice. The first couple of Reiki sessions I had. So back to the story about when you and I were like, let's go get Reiki certified. Um, we found Rose and Ashley and we, I thought, well, it's probably a really good idea for me to go get a Reiki session done. So we know what I'm what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And I picked Ashley just intuitively from the website, and her website, their website popped up like magic for us because I've been looking for some sort of energy uh-huh. healing for months. Yep. And they were literally 20 minutes away from us, and he never popped up on my feed or on my search. It was when
0: we needed it. It was it when did. we needed yeah.
1: it, when it was time.
0: And we jumped on that, man. Oh, gosh, we did. <laughs> we were
1: like, it was like November of last year. Mm-hmm. This is only a year ago. Yeah. And I was like that's the girl that I need to go see who's going to help me get to the point where I need to be. And so um anyway, I found her. I went and had my first Reiki session and I fell asleep. Like I didn't fall asleep. I was like I felt myself in a black tunnel and it's like boom, everything just shut down and I woke up and she was like Candace, you're all done. Oh. And I was like what? Like I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I'm all time? <laughs> and I was like, I think I must have fallen asleep. And she goes, Well, then you are out for a long time. Wow. And I don't remember anything. That's amazing. Uh huh. It was really cool. It happened the second time I had Reiki too. But now that I've had a few Reiki sessions, I feel like I'm there. I'm there for the whole thing. I know what's going on. I know where she is around my body. I know what she's doing. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I will have some visions or flashes uh, in pretty in sync with what she's doing and what she's picking up intuitively. And I only know that because she tells me what she's picked up intuitively afterwards and I can place exactly where she might've picked that up from. Oh, okay, So that's kind of how I feel, how I experience it.
0: That's neat. My first Reiki appointment was with Ashley as well. I don't remember it. It
1: was, I thought it was with Rose.
0: No, I think that was my second. Oh, okay. I, I think my first one was, was Ath- Ashley. And I remember the only thing I really remember was the drive home and feeling like my head was open.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I had a giant bowl just in, in it was just in my head. It was just so weird. And I had that feeling forever.
1: That was that day you told me you started seeing auras. Uh-huh. And 24 hours before my very first Reiki session with Ashley, I started seeing auras. Oh, that's crazy. Mhm. And it was funny after my Reiki session with her I, we're getting ready to leave. And I'm like, no, I have to ask her. I have to ask her this. And I look at her in the eyes the most awkward way possible. And I go, do you see auras? <laughs> and she kind of like like sat back a minute. And she was like, um, sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, I have all these questions. I just started seeing auras. And what are, what are they? What do they mean? And she's uh-huh. like, well, what colors do you see? What colors do you see on me? And I just got lost in the aura thing. Yeah. It was, it was pretty magical. So even before I was certified in Reiki and attuned to Reiki, my body and my guides were they all Already, They were like, she's about to embark on this new journey. That's exactly where we wanted her to go. And we're going to reward her with a gift.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was a
1: physical gift of being able to see auras. And ever since then, it's like every time they take a new step in the right direction, I, I receive another intuitive gift or a gift from the universe in some sort of special way. Mm-hmm. So this, this journey, even though Reiki is not magic, the whole premises around it and our journey through it has been magical. It has been. And has really enriched my life because mm-hmm. I, I've received too. it and I've done it. Yeah. So with all of that said, Reiki really does, it raises your vibration and it promotes healing on all levels. hmm in all dimensions, in all ways. Love it. Do you remember kind of your what you were expecting when you first went into your Reiki session? Um,
0: I might have looked into it to oh, know a little bit more about cheater.
1: it. But I don't
0: remember <laughs> because I, I don't remember walking in going, oh boy, what, what's going to happen? I just remember walking in going, I'm ready. I'm ready for this.
1: I was the same way. Yeah. I was like, I'm ready. Don't know what's happening mm-hmm. here. I really don't know uh, anything about this, but yeah. I felt so ready Me to receive it. too. I walked in and Ashley's like, have you ever re- received Reiki before? And I was like, nope, first time. But I pretended like I was such a pro that I had read books about it. <laughs>
0: so we did. We both
1: knew a little bit I mean, about I it. I mean, yeah. I did. I read a book about it, I but I didn't know what to expect right. when I got into the Reiki room. like. Mm-hmm. What was it supposed to look like? Was there there was a massage table? What was I going to do on the massage right, table? Did right. I actually have to do anything? Did I have to keep my eyes open? Like, do I lay down? Do I sit down? Do I sit up? What do I do? Right. What do I do at a Reiki session? So we're going to tell you a little bit about kind of no more guessing games. Yeah. And tell you a little bit about what to expect when you do go into a Reiki session. So. I always tell my clients who are brand new, never experienced Reiki, they come in nervous. Like, I don't know what to expect. This is my first time. I'm so nervous. And really, there's absolutely nothing to be nervous about. You lay down on this beautiful um, Reiki bed or this comfortable Reiki bed, too. Massage table. It's covered in blankets. You get a pillow. We put like a nice bolster under your knees to protect your lower back. And you get to lay under the covers if you want to. I have clients who don't like the covers because mm-hmm. they get hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just your only job when you come in is just to relax. Yep. You don't have to do a single thing. Just for that moment in time, for that one hour that you're having a session, is for you to heal and to relax and to receive the healing. Mm-hmm. And I like to offer my clients. Uh, like an eye pillow or an eye mask just to help them relax so they don't have to worry about the light getting in their eyes. And I know when I first got my session done, I told Ashley no eye mask, but I couldn't keep my eyes closed. <laughs> I kept like doing the one eye open. <laughs> trying to I always see. wanted
0: to do that too. Just to see where they're they're at, I what hadn't they're doing. Learned,
1: yeah. I hadn't learned anything about Reiki right. like or seen it in action. So I wanted to know what she was doing up there. Right. Um, and it wasn't weird, uh, you know. I, I talked a little bit about how we hover the hands. So, well, we're going through your energy body. We're going through your chakra centers. We're looking for that energy um, that might be stuck or stagnant or things that need to be let go of or cleared. And so, we're hovering over your body with our two hands, um, and kind of like searching through your energy. And then sometimes we'll do light touch. We'll place our hands on certain places of your body, like your head, your temples, um, maybe your shoulders, your stomach or back. But we always try to always make sure, always, we have appropriate touch. It's mm-hmm. never inappropriate. Um, very gentle touch, very light, and then a hover the majority of the time. Yep. Yeah. And some practitioners are different. I have pra- I have friends that are don't like doing hands-on ever, and I have friends who want only to do hands-on mm-hmm. and then hover in the places that we can't touch, obviously. Right. So it really depends on your practitioner, and it also depends on what you as the client are comfortable with. So I know when we do our Reiki sessions, we always ask, mm-hmm. um, you know, would you prefer hands-on, hands-off, or a little bit of both? And if they're new, I'll explain exactly what that means. And most of the times they're fine with either. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. Gentle uh, touch is just like healing in itself too. So it's really nice. Like, you know, when a child touches you on the arm,
1: it's just, yeah,
0: it's the sweetest thing. So it's just a neat thing to add the touch to Reiki.
1: It is. Mm -hmm. Especially love doing it on somebody's back. I find the most release when I can touch their shoulders
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: what we're doing is we're channeling loving light energy and we're feeling love. That is my
0: favorite place to be touched on the shoulders during Reiki. Really? Yeah, it really is. I just feel the release of the tension. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
1: nice. I feel it, I feel it when I'm doing it for the client. You can just feel their entire body just like let go Mm -hmm. when you touch their back. And it takes sometimes it takes the client 20 minutes even to really like settle in and find relaxation. Mm -hmm. It does for me for sure. It mm mm-hmm. And some people start to relax almost immediately.
0: I have trouble just regulating my breath and, like, because I'm trying to just, you know, take those deep breaths that they mm-hmm. tell you you should be taking. Yep. And just, so I'm always concentrating on the breathing part.
1: Yeah. In, in a session, we'll tell the clients to take a few deep breaths, kind of like you're meditating, mm-hmm. you know, really relaxing, because we want to relax not just the body, but your nervous system and your mind. So the more relaxed you are as the client, the better the reiki energy can do its job Mm -hmm. and us as practitioners we're kind of in a meditative state as well we're tapping into our intuition we are taking those deep breaths too so you may hear us breathing and Mm -hmm. having those those deep (sighs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) breaths um so that way we can listen to our intuition receive the messages that you need for healing um and be able to find areas that we feel drawn to to go to help you mm-hmm. get the healing that you need. Speaking of intuition, okay, this is my favorite part about both doing Reiki and getting Reiki. As the practitioners, I said it so many times, is we're using our intuition. And it really depends on the practitioner and what psychic strengths they have. But we're speaking, or I guess, I can't speak for every practitioner, but in my experience and in my practice, I'm speaking with your guides. I'm speaking with your higher self. I'm working very closely with the other side, sometimes even your loved ones who have crossed over, Mm -hmm. who are helping to aid in your healing. And I'm working with them to find the areas that you need to heal. I'm looking for the messages that you need in that moment to help you move forward or help you let go. So I will receive... Sometimes a lot of messages, depending on the spirit team that this person has, some of their spirit team is so talkative and some of their spirit, uh, spirit teams are not. Mm-hmm. And it really depends on the person. Um, but the best part is that I get to receive all of these really incredible messages and I write them all down because I'm in a channeling state. I'm in a meditation state. I don't remember them once I come out of that. Not well, at least. I write them all down and after a session, you sit up, you feel like you've had the best nap of your life or you've had an energetic massage as I like to call it and we'll sit down together and we'll go through each of those messages that I received and I'll go through and I'll tell you what you let go of or where I felt things um, maybe were stuck and the way I pick up a lot of things is I I hear it um, as if I were talking it. Like mm. I had a session the other day and the woman, it was in her knee, <laughs> the weirdest place. It was in her knee, but I kept hearing, oh, I need to go above and beyond. Is this person going to receive the value? Am I doing enough in this session? So I'm thinking of her thoughts are becoming my own and I'm I'm speaking to myself as if it were me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. So at the end of the session, I sat down with her and I was like, okay, I felt like in your knee that you let go of a lot of people pleasing and a lot of feeling like you needed to go above and beyond in the workplace to receive, you know, value like that's your way of feeling valued. And she was like, Oh my God, that's totally correct. So Crazy. we receive a lot of messages. Um, yeah.
0: I receive messages more as pictures, mm-hmm. visions in my head. And to me, they mean absolutely nothing, but, <laughs> yes. and they're so random. But when I tell my client, what it is they're like oh yeah i know exactly what that is
1: yeah yeah um i get pictures as well so the way i receive my intuition is i get feelings so i will sometimes feel the pain of your past feel the pain of a situation uh that you went through and i will release it for you i will sometimes hear words i will hear messages from your guides or your ancestors or i will see visions of things Mm -hmm. And you're working in tandem with their guides. So the guides or the people on their spirit team, they're going to have a specialty in how they communicate. And I have to be open to receiving mm-hmm. all of those areas. Yeah. And and I have strengthened, I think, all three of those areas pretty well. The only, like, Claire that I don't have is um, Claire uh, nostrils. <laughs> 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 I forget the name of it. I don't know. <laughs> Clear scent where you, you – I forget. Where you, yeah. Where I you can, don't know why it's – I'm drawing a blank. you get a, a scent you smell. and you're like, oh. you're like, oh, I smell the perfume of my grandmother, yeah. the smoke from the cigar. I don't get that because I had COVID a couple y- of so years ago. you don't ago, smell a thing. And I smell nothing. Yeah. Um. So that's one strength I don't have. But through the other three of vision, hearing, and feeling, I do get quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah those pictures though, they have to speak to you through like a library of what you have, what you know, what you what, know. Yeah, mm-hmm. So symbols is what they're using. Yeah. And so I'll, I see like a symbol of a rainbow and a rainbow to me is a symbol of transformation. Mm. And we talked about that before. So lately I've been getting a lot of rainbows with people in certain chakra centers where they're going through a transformation or even an awakening in that area. And I had to decode that. Wow. I had to figure out what rainbows meant to me. But I channel, yeah. so it, it's easier for me mm-hmm. um, sometimes mm-hmm. to kind of decode the library of information. And sometimes those symbols will mean something to your clients, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, bunnies in someone's Reiki session. Yeah. And I told her about the bunnies, and she at first was like, Mm, okay, unsure about it. And I was like, well, you know, it might be a spare animal, um, but they told me that it definitely means something to you. So, you know, I was like, maybe just think about it. And at the end, just as she was about to walk out the door, she comes back and she's like, I just had to tell you, and I almost didn't. And I don't know if I should, but those bunnies, my husband passed away a year ago, and he used to call me his snowball bunny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was like, that's your husband showing up mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. He was just peeking in, letting you know he's here for you. How sweet! Very sweet. So yeah, lots of lots of fun stuff that happens in a Reiki session. Oh yeah. Um, so some of the the common comments, I guess, that I've gotten um, with questioning Reiki is, "Well, is it witchcraft?" Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. <laughs> it is definitely not witchcraft. Reiki is a no harm done kind of energy. It works off of love. Mm-hmm. The highest vibration is love. So it can only work from a place yeah, of love. Yeah, it won't love. work otherwise. No. If you have an ill intention, if your practitioner mm-hmm. has an ill intention, if they are impure in any way through their thoughts in channeling this energy, the energy will literally shut off. Mm-hmm. So it is nearly impossible to have a Reiki session, or <laughs> I would say totally is impossible to have a Reiki session and have harm done. Yeah. it only It is only love and light. Yeah. I've also had people come in who, and I always ask in the beginning, have you ever received? And some people will say, yeah, but I received it one time and it was many years ago and I don't feel like it worked. Mm -hmm. Eh, Right. I feel like impossible. Yeah. You might have a practitioner who maybe is newer to channeling this energy um, and is still learning and hasn't really honed in on their gifts that they're using or figured out how to decipher the codes and the symbols that they're receiving, but it is impossible not to have a healing. Exactly, You may not know what has been healed and your practitioner may not be able to articulate that to you, but you've still received a healing and is still doing a lot of good. Mm -hmm. And the healing lasts so much longer than that one hour session that you have in that Reiki room. And we're
0: we're two examples.
1: (laughs) We are yeah today feeling a little flighty. Yep. That you take that energy healing with you, and the longer energy session that you have, then the longer it will kind of stay with you. So a sixty minute Reiki session can last about three to seven days after you've had Mm. a session. So you're still your guides are still with you. They're still you're still receiving the benefits of that healing. Yeah. And you're still discarding, letting go of the things that you need to let go of. So some people will go home and they'll feel like, I just feel, I had someone come in and tell me she felt euphoric after our Reiki session. Uh I've had people come in and say, okay, some things have started to bubble up that I didn't know were there. I need another healing to release that. Awesome. So then we do that. And then um, some people feel like nothing has changed whatsoever and they just go about their life. It just really depends on where you're at in your own life and your own journey. Yeah. Like yesterday, um, we had our Reiki sessions, Mm -hmm. and I, Ashley said that she had this like intense pain under her ribs when she was at my midsection. And she said she'd lost her breath and got this intense headache. And what she saw there was this big, gaping, energetic wound, and had a vision of me being stabbed in a past life. And she said that wound was, I was still holding onto it energetically Mm -hmm. and it was still causing problems in my life today. I don't know exactly how it was causing problems, but she said she cut cords with it. She let that wound go. And, um, that's really incredible. I don't, I don't know what to feel from that. I don't right. know what will change in my life because of that. But today, I feel so much lighter yeah. than I did yesterday.
0: Well, what's pretty magical about that is that you did have a past life regression where you were stabbed under the ribs.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. saw that's a how different you died. past life because I was male in oh. the one she saw. I mean, you could have died the same way in two lives. She said that I told her that, and she said that must be a very vulnerable spot for you then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, crazy. Crazy. Magical. So letting go of things that you've held on to from past lives. And Reiki, we did talk about this. It, it, does, it defines time. So you can actually have a long distance Reiki session where you're doing it. And I know people who have done this, and I've done them myself, where you maybe do a phone call or a Zoom call and you're doing Reiki long distance. Sometimes the client doesn't even have to be there um, at all, like even on the zoom call sometimes you just plan a time that you can receive that that reiki healing and um that i think is pretty freaking magical that that you can do it that way and there's a special way that we do that to make sure that we're doing it long distance Mm -hmm. through uh reiki symbols and things but um it defies time it defies all the laws Mm -hmm. that we as humans have been aware of right All right, well, if this has piqued your interest in Reiki and you're like, oh God, how do I go find my Reiki practitioner now? I I feel like it's time for me to receive a healing. Then I invite you to do some research of your own to find a Reiki practitioner that you feel safe with, that you feel comfortable with. um, Because the more relaxed you are, the more relaxed your practitioner is, the safer you feel with your practitioner the better the healing can work for you. So that's really important is to make sure that you feel safe and comfortable. So go scope places out. Go – the way we did it is it, it intuitively happened. It just mm-hmm. magically, synchronistically happened for us. We found our practitioners, but we knew within our hearts we're like, these are the people that we need to work with. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very easy for us in that way. But I also scoped out their website. I looked at their website. I went and checked out the building. Um, I looked at pictures of the building online. I read their info about them so that way I could make a sound decision where I felt comfortable. Right. And it was helpful for me. So go do your research. Um, We were trained in Usui, traditional Usui Reiki, and there's that lineage that we talked about. So there are different kinds of Reiki out there. I'm not familiar with all of them, but if you're looking for somebody who has that traditional background, you can also ask for their lineage because Mm -hmm. we actually have papers where it dates back to the original Usui who started this, and then you can see like a family tree of all the people underneath, and then our names are at the bottom Mm -hmm. who have been trained in this. So... That's another thing that you can do. Um, And then, of course, we are offering Reiki as well. I can put links in the show notes of the two places that I work uh, where you can come if you're local in Illinois and receive a healing with me. Um, Jennifer and I are working on our own website um, to offer distance Reiki as well, where you guys can book there. Until that is up and running, you can actually email us at r-o-u-r awakening souls at gmail.com or send us a dm through instagram at awakening underscore souls underscore podcast and just let us know that you're interested in having a long distance session and we can go ahead and set that up with you thanks so much
0: everyone for listening we send you light and love we'll see you soon
1: bye